Let's talk about Miami Vice, season three, episode four, Walk Alone, starring not only Larry Fishburne, uh, but also Ron Perlman made an appearance in this one as well. Yeah, dude, that was a surprise. Um, yeah, that was a little bonus. That was not noted on my Wikipedia entry for this, so that was fun. This, uh, number one, I was so thankful to get a solo adventure from Tubbs. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. I, Overdue. That was my first note on this. Good for Tubbs. They'll finally get a Tubbs episode. Uh, a little bit of cheesy and um, uh, uh, pris- prison verisimilitude uh, lacking, notwithstanding, this might be a, a top five all-time Miami Vice episode. It was very, very good. I liked it a lot. There, the, I, I would agree with you with, with two notes. Uh, first of all, when Lawrence Fishburne showed up on screen, his first line, I was like, damn, he was Lawrence Fishburne right from the beginning. Then his second line, I was like, ooh, but he was inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, also, sort of so smiling skinny. Slap. So skinny. Uh, He's so yeah. tiny. Yeah, for sure. That too. Uh, and then the the ending shootout where the cops just start <laughs> shooting prison guards. Uh, I mean, in it's Miami Vice terms, it wasn't that far out there, but it was kind of silly. Did uh, did did you see the uh, <laughs> the recording of the screen that I sent you? The no. jump cut? Is it the jump cut that we... <laughs> Like what they meant to convey was that Tubbs hops out from around a corner and, and attacks a guy. Um, I don't think they conveyed that. They they did. They did their best to convey that by showing a single shot in which suddenly appearing out of nowhere, like quite literally one frame mid jump as if he's a ghost materializing is Tubbs attacking. There was another moment I noticed where you could tell that they needed like five more seconds of visuals so that the off-screen dialogue could be more clear and they didn't have it. So they just slowed down the existing footage they had. And it's like just out of nowhere for some reason, Edward James almost is is just moving like he's in a dream. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think how much quality control is improved. <laughs> it all, yeah, like this episode, and we're this is our second episode of season three that we've watched, but looks very different from season one and season two. And also, I don't know if it's because of Peacock or the way that it was shot, but it looks higher fidelity than early episodes. Uh, like whether they shot it on film and transferred it or something, but it, it yeah, like it looked different enough that I started watching it and thought, "This is this the same show? Wow!" Uh, Shouts also out to all the man meat in this episode. A lot of men, some big <laughs> angles on this one. Whoo! Um, also, did it seem convoluted that he had to get arrested for toll evasion? <laughs> I know. They- for what? For toll for evasion. Toll for break- evasion. Oh, cool. is that what? Is that what? They, like, not so not what we'll the. I, I just figured we'll plant an arrest warrant, but you just don't pay a toll, and yeah. then you'll get pulled over. Oh, and I figured then bring he you was in. speeding. Like here in the state of Texas, uh, this may no longer be the case, but there was a time where anything up till uh, 25 miles over uh, the speed limit, it was for the discretion of the police officer who pulled you over to give you a ticket or whatever. But over 25 miles an hour. 
uh, you get arrested, full stop. And so that is not what happened here. Okay, so <laughs> he definitely runs through. I mean, he I does see. Him, I, I like, did see him go through a toll, toll, but I assume I'm he was also. The sirens. But I assume he was also doing a hundred miles an hour and refusing to pull over. Whether when asked. he was or not, in the previous thing, they said, "Okay, we'll plant this in your records so that when you get arrested, I'll they'll see it and have to take you in. Even a parking ticket, they'll send you to jail." Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I did not perceive in the story they were telling that he was arrested for toll evasion i perceive it was the flagrant refusal to I suppose you're right he's pulled over for toll evasion and then the planted record is why he's arrested no he's probably pulled over for speeding and refusing to pull over for a cop i don't know (laughs) they didn't even have their lights on they didn't even have their lights on though i will say it was very weird they didn't do lights they did did have lights on anyway yeah florida rough Certainly didn't ruin the episode. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not the bad part of the episode. God, yeah. that shootout at the end! I was so excited about this episode. It was great, but the end shootout. I actually watched just... Bryce watch the ending of this. And I saw his faith in this episode fall apart. I, yeah, I was I was with Tom. I was like, oh, you know, this episode's pretty good. You know, I just got the last ten minutes or so, and he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> you got the end. So hold on. Uh, it's well, very the the. <laughs> the tower guard murking a guy with an AK-47. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he murks him with with an automatic uh, rifle, and the bells, the alarm bells go off. Um, to my understanding, when a prison goes in lockdown, everybody lays down on the ground and <laughs> puts their hands over there. Uh, not in this prison. In this prison, it's just like, whoa. Let's run. <laughs> let's, Class is about let's to start. Stand around and watch. <laughs> Who are they going to shoot today? <laughs> Uh, having said all that, uh, I do think, uh, again, I'm thinking in 80s television mode. Boom. First thing you see, lots of skin making out. Lots of that. Uh, but it's not just gratuitous. It's for a purpose so that you actually understand, oh, Tubbs is clearly you know, in love right now and, and has something taken away from him. I do believe he would do something self-harming uh, and masochistic uh, by volunteering for this assignment. Uh, that, that's a tough way to navigate in a way that I believe, but I believed it. Uh, didn't believe the end shootout. But the end shootout, they're all like, and something, something, we get to credits, right? Yeah. I, uh, I also, I, I think it should not be lost on us that a male strip club in the mid-80s not a normal primetime uh, plot device. Yep. So, uh, that was uh, interesting. Uh, also, shouts out to playing Run DMC's Walk This Way and pretending like it's a live performance with the <laughs> guy behind drums. <laughs> no. Wait, that wasn't Run DMC. <laughs> no, it turns out, turns out that, that white drummer was not Run DMC. Okay, I, I, I wasn't familiar with the drummer. <laughs> Ah, that is, uh, man. You know what? These are fun. You, you got to admit. Uh, and and uh, we should we should give Larry Fishburne uh, his due. He he definitely had moments of Fishburne brilliance that would that we would come to know and love later. Uh, mixed in with other moments, he, cer- I, I he certainly say. outshone. It was one of those moments where you know the the lieutenant outshines the general because they set up yeah. the. Ba- I can't tell you a single thing. Uh, about the big bad guy outside of he looks like just like the nerd they killed at the beginning. Um, yeah. But but uh, 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 Larry Fishburne, Mr. as he Pink. is credited. Mr. Pink. Uh, wow. I wonder if that's directly where no yeah. Quentin Tarantino got that for Reservoir Dogs. Because he is he is known to 
be inspired by things he's seen. Yeah. And he would be the right age to have seen this episode. I, I thought, what a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Mm hmm. Well, folks, uh, that is Miami Vice Walk Alone with guest stars Ron Perlman and Larry, a.k.a. Lawrence Fishburne. Next week, uh, we will be doing a season summary. We're going to be doing these more often uh, to be able to fit in in shows that that we, we can't get to week to week for whatever reason. So we're going to be talking about Severance. Uh, if you're caught up on Severance or you get caught up by next week, we'll be talking about the entire season one. Uh, we'll also be talking about Moon Knight 102 and Picard 206. Don't forget, Founders Day is this week at the Brian Brushwood Compound. I will be around for that. If you're coming into town, say hi. I will not be sticking around for Cord Killers for, for various <laughs> reasons. Uh, so I'll be back here for Cord Killers next week. I will hopefully see you in Austin. If not, see you here for Cord Killers next time, and we'll spoil you then. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>